Welcome to The Floss, the self-help show for people that probably don't need it. You can follow the show on Instagram at The Floss Pod, or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash The Floss Pod. If there's something you do that you think everybody should do, or something you do that you don't think anybody should do, email it to us at theflosspod at gmail.com. We might discuss it. Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary. On this feature episode, we have one of Northeast Ohio's youngest electrician foreman, Drew Gigas. Thanks for having me. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Uh, I'm, I'm Drew Gigas. I, um, I was made a foreman today, and that's why Gabe said that we were talking about it before. Uh, we do stand-up together, me and Gabe. It's how we know each other. I've been doing it for about two years, and that's, that's fun. Well, not together at the same time. That's that true. would be a little sweet, you know what I mean? Yeah, we just yeah. If we just bumping mics out, yeah. <laughs> um, Plus, no one would be able to tell like who's who. You know what I'm saying? That is that is true. Yeah, dude, we just yeah. confuse us all the time. Well, we have we have a triplet. Oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin Ostapovitz. Yeah, he's come back recently. Yeah, it's been cool seeing him around. Um, I don't know much else to say about myself. You know what's funny is. <laughs> You, me, and Kevin are the only ones that don't see it. Yeah. I... However, when we do wear beanies in the winter, I definitely see it. Because, I mean, I don't know how Kevin dresses, but you and I wear pretty much the same thing. In the That's winter. true. It's like jeans and a bomber jacket. Yeah. Basically. So it's, we were raised in the in the rubber city, not the rubber city, what's the clue? In the steel the city. city. <laughs> the six city. We're just cool. Yeah. Got that Cleveland grit. Yeah. Hard work. Cigarettes. Child abuse. <laughs> Learn stray cats. If you want to know a thing or two about stray cats, get a construction management degree. <laughs> it's very you true. They're everywhere. Cats. All right, Drew, you know the drill. We're going to start part one of this interview with a question. That question is, what is something you do that you think everybody should do? Uh, I think everybody should see things through. And by that I mean... If you, you know, decide you want to do something or or go after something that you genuinely do, like, have it, find enjoyment in or there's a goal you want to reach, I think you should always, like, go through the struggles or whatever comes with it. Because anything you do, if it's, like, a, a long-term kind of thing, it's going to end up sucking. Because that's, I think, just how life works. You always get annoyed of whatever you're doing and think it's it's wrong or whatever. But if, if at the end of the day, you, it boils down to it, it is something that you do want. I think it's very important to see it through to the end. So you're talking specifically long term. Uh, I mean, I guess that's more what I had in mind, but not necessarily. This is a, this. This could become a scary thing. Okay. A scary topic. Yeah. As young people in our 20s, it's very intimidating to think to think about seeing something all the way through. Because I think you and I have the same idea about, like, you know, setting life goals and seeing them through, hoping that leads to a somewhat fulfilling life. Because that's all we can really hope for. Yeah. But you don't know what's going to happen in, in your late 20s no, or your 30s. That. And, but let's, let's dial it back from the long term and start with the short term. What are you seeing through in the short term 
to help you get to the long-term goals? Um, for, for me, like the best example I have is, uh, is, is my electrical apprenticeship. I finished it this year. It was a five-year program and I, I started it like when I was 19, it took me a little bit after I graduated to get into the program. And cause I decided like in high school, I was like, well, I, I want to be an electrician because it interests me and I didn't want to go to college and get into a bunch of debt without knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Cause that's not, I just, I had no idea what I would want to go to college for if I did that. So, so I went into a trade mm-hmm. and in, in doing that, like you're, you're doing the same thing every day. And sometimes, you know, it does change job site to job site, but it, it does get to be a point where it's a little monotonous and it gets boring sometimes. And there were plenty of times during it where I was like, do I even want to be doing this? And then I started doing stand up and really like that. And was think and it was dumb to think ever like oh I'll just do maybe I could do stand up full time like this is not a thing I would ever think uh, at this point at least, but I would think like is this actually what I want to be doing? Is it you know is it worth it? Because I mean it's five years of life it's a long time, but well when you're nineteen five years yeah, is a long time. Yeah. But the thing I always came back to is well it is interesting to me I do enjoy it and seeing it through to the end to getting the, uh, you get like a, a there's called a journeyman's card uh, at, at the end of the, the program, which means like I'd have that for the rest of my life, which means no matter what I did or whatever, I'd always have like a career to come back to. So even, so you don't have, do you have to renew it? No, you have it for life. You have this, you have the knowledge of an electrician for life. You could even take on an apprentice if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, it's when you finish, when you become a journeyman and you start working, they just kind of give you apprentices. <laughs> Apprenticeships are fucking genius, mainly because, well, I don't know how true this is, but when you go through law school, you don't really learn how to do that many trials. You go through law school, you get into a law firm, and then you learn how to do the trials. Okay. And it takes you like five or six years to even get any clout at the law firm because that's what's actually useful is knowing how to uh, litigate cases. Yeah. That makes that's school. That is school. Yeah, uh, nothing you, is better than hands-on training. That five-year program that was school, but it was literally just throwing you into the fire. Yeah, yeah. You were working full time the entire time, and every two weeks you'd go uh, to to class to trade school for for a full day. That's it. Yeah. So is it? Are you? Are you is it a pretty like? Is it nine to five like every day? Uh, seven to three thirty, but yeah, same thing. Oh, eight that's, hours. That's better. And then sometimes, yeah, you get out earlier. You have most of your day, and you know sometimes you get on a, a job that needs to get done quicker. Or it's there's deadlines coming up, so you work some overtime. But that's cool because you know you make extra money. Union. Yeah. Local thirty eight. I feel as so you did find something that you like doing on the side and could become a career. Yeah. That that's literally an. I mean, we could we don't have to discuss how the trades are dying and people our age because we everybody knows that. I think the College average has been pushed for on everyone for decades at this point. Yeah, but like literally, that's the that's what's sold in college is, is the the stability of having a degree so you can get a nine to five and pursue your pursue your like leisure passions activities outside of work. Yeah, when that is literally handed like. Hey, you do this for five years, you're gonna get that. You're gonna get the life that you wanted, yeah, or at least thought you wanted when you were 19. Yeah. So you saw through the five years. 
which seems intimidating, but college is four years. It's just less partying. So you saw you saw through the five years. Now you're an electrician with your journeyman's card. Yeah. So now what's next? You saw it's, it's you've accomplished something, and it's very satisfying. Yeah, and it feels good. Do you have? Are there any more goals you could set as an electrician? Um, there's there's goals of moving up at you know maybe maybe a contractor. What could because I work for a union, I could go travel and around the country and work in different unions, in different locals, in different states, see the country a little bit. It and that all depends on what the work situation is in those areas. If they need people, there's you know opportunities to become like foreman like that that happened to me today. Uh, which it was, it was funny because it wasn't something I was like after or really, or really like, like seeked out, sought out or like wanted. It was just, it was just kind of, they asked well, me and I was like, well, I, I'm not going to turn down this opportunity because it, it's a, it is a kind of a rare opportunity to more money. Yeah. A little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a raise. You're young. Well, you're yeah. competent and you're young, which is the most appealing thing probably to them. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think so. So, you know, there's op- like, like, those are ways to move ahead. And you, it's cool because you get to see a lot of different stuff. I've done a lot of cool jobs in the city. I bet. Yeah. Like, the coolest I, one that I'd just like to say real quick, I uh, a few years ago, I, I re- redid all the lights at Progressive Field, all the field lights in the that's towers. That's fucking sick. Yeah. You were up in the... Yeah. Uh, that's sick. That was awesome. Um, so you had a goal of seeing... Well, actually, before... I, you said it was monotonous, but I feel like if you if you have like a complex problem to solve, like that's more engaging than not. Yeah. But also the monotony probably like do you ever just like work on material while you're working because you don't have to think that hard about it? Uh, it it depends on what you're doing at the job. Like I've been on plenty of jobs where you're doing the same thing for for months on end because you're you're just you're putting in lights or you're you're, you know, wiring up, you know, you're preparing to getting power over to a place where you're going to put in lights or plugs or something like that. And and that's kind of the times where you're like, oh, I'm just doing the same thing all the time. This is getting kind of boring and mindless. But what's nice is it does change up enough to where you can, you know, go somewhere else and, and, it be, and it, then you end up doing something cool. And it is interesting every day. Dude, setting goals is so important. It is. Setting goals is so important. Because I think a a, a huge thing in life is like I feel like you always need to be working towards something because the minute you stop, I feel like that's how you fall into like like a rut and end up and end up depressed or something like that. Think of the major milestones you're going to be able to track when you die. When you finish your apprenticeship, when you get married, you know, buy a house, move to a new city, uh, get divorced. Have a kid, have grandkids. You can name a few more, but there are only going to be like 10, 10, like this is like, you know, average stereotypical yeah, life. Yeah. 10 or so life milestones after you leave school that you're going to be able to measure your life by. Yeah. And those are all like relationship things, which is the thing that's so important about having a relationship because if you don't have any like creative or professional goals you're working towards, it's important to work, like you said. It's important to work towards something, and a relationship is work. Absolutely, like, it is work. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. More mental than anything else, but yeah. and also I think it's just it's cooler to be able to 
like meet those milestones and, and have those memories with somebody else. Right. And I mean, I'm doing my like I'm going to do my best to insert as many of as many additional milestones as I can. I agree. That aren't depend like create mainly creative milestones. Yeah. Like there will be a time when I start this podcast, there will be a, a post floss time in my life yeah. when the, when this podcast ends. Comedy is a huge one. The filmmaking is a huge one. But if I don't see it through, okay, here here is where here is where I'm conflicted okay. by your advice. My whole my whole reason for my creative endeavors is because I, when I die, I don't want to look back and say I didn't even try. Yeah. But trying is not the same as seeing something through. True. So when I say see something through, I, I don't necessarily mean you have to see everything through. Because if... If you get into like say you started a new a new film project or something like that, you're you're writing like the script wherever you're getting through it, and it got to a point where you're like, I'm not into this. This this kind of sucks. And if it was kind of a consistent kind of coming back to it, I think you should keep pushing a, a little bit further. But if you can't came to that same conclusion like over and over, then it's then I don't ha- I don't see any kind of problem with scrapping that and maybe starting something new. But it would be important, I would think, for you just in this you know scenario to you're always going to be working towards the film thing. So sure. you're seeing the, those endeavors through of, of trying to improve on that part of your life. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Those things don't happen without the tiny little tasks leading up to it. No. Everything's, everything is just, just a, a, a stepping stone. Task completion, which is I feel like um, that. that's why I like – uh, I like bartending. I bartend on the side. Okay. Because at, because you were just given a million tasks throughout tonight to complete, and you were literally rewarded with money. Yeah. Like, immediately after. But, like, my day job is, like, I... Yeah, I have tasks to complete, but, like, there's no end. There's no end. Yeah. Like, every, at the end of every day, there's going to be, like, a continuation in the... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so would you say would you say right now you're happy? Well, I have like an interesting view on like happiness. I, okay. I think consistent consistently being like being consistently happy for a long period of time is impossible. Sure. Weirdly enough, because I think I think happiness really only comes in like moments and short bursts when you when you accomplish something or if something good happens to you, then you you know, you, you do feel happy and like good about your life, but I feel like the the best you can do in most cases for, for most time is, is just be like fairly content. I'm so with you, dude, you know, being, yeah. What what do you have to complain about? Yeah. That's my, when, when, and and I don't want to offend those with mental with mental health problems because I know it's not as simple as just cheer up. No, no, it's not. But I would say, yeah, I'm very, very content. But I think that's, uh, but I think that's something that people don't talk about is, is, and that's a big problem with people with, um, with the, the mental illnesses, like, like, de- like severe depression, clinical depression and, and, you know, anxiety and panic disorder and all that is a lot of them believe that the main goal is to be happy all the time. But I, it's impossible. It is and impossible. nobody talks about that. 
When was the last time you were happy? Uh, I, honestly, today I was pretty happy. Like getting that promotion, it it it, yeah, it, it was exciting. It was a little scary because it is. It does seem like a lot of responsibility that I've never had before. But I was like, "What's well, cool that that they felt that they could give me the opportunity, mm-hmm. and, and it, it did make me feel good." Dude, the only thing that's the, the only way you were never going to be ready to be a foreman no. until you were made a foreman, and then you figure out whether or not you could fucking do it. True. Yeah, because you don't. Because it's that's all because you don't know what it's like. Yeah, that's you like have, you can have an idea. That's like having kids. You're never gonna. You, I don't want to have kids till I'm financially ready. You are never going to be financially ready to have children. No. And the only way to know that, like, the only way to know you're ready is to have it and is to have kids and not fuck up. Yeah. And then you have the experience, and then you can do it again so much easier. But also, you're gonna fuck up. When you, no matter what. When you started working on your own as a, as an electrician, not as an apprentice, yeah. was there, like, ever, like, how long did it take for you to get to a, a job and be like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing? Um, or had you just seen it and done it with supervision so many times, you're like, yeah, this is nothing. Well, it's, so it's, it doesn't work exactly like that. Like, through throughout your apprenticeship, you're not necessarily always with a journeyman. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, you know, you, if, if they, if, if you're trusted or, or you've you know shown that you're decent, they'll give you a task to do on your own, and and then stuff becomes kind of second nature where you've done it enough because a lot of the stuff is similar going around where you know you you can just go do it on your own. Um, but the main difference is when you come a journeyman, like you're actually completely responsible for for what you're doing. Because gotcha. as an apprentice, you kind of have the thing of like, well, I am an apprentice. I'm still kind of you know, getting the hang of this and learning it. So so they say, like, you know, your journeyman is responsible for you, even if you're doing something right. alone. So it's, you know, I, I've never, and I've always been, like, into it, so I, I liked it, and I've... Would you say you pay you you pay more attention to detail now, though, than you were than you did as an apprentice? Yeah. Because now it's on you. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I, I care more beca- because sure. it is more on me. That's your reputation. Yeah. You know why I think you're this way? Why? Skateboarding. Maybe. You have to that have might the, be part you of have it. to have this men- well, I don't know if you're like this because of skateboarding, but or this or is I one got of the reasons this, I got into skateboarding because you of You have it. to yeah. have this mentality when you're skateboarding. Absolutely. To tr- try and fail something over, over and over yeah. and over again until you finally get it. Yeah. And it's funny like like thinking about that cuz you you know I just thinking back being like 11 years old just trying for days on end just to learn how to do an ollie and then i did an ollie and it's like i did an ollie now keep learning more for right. for really no reason <laughs> well okay now you're talking about goals again yeah what's true. your goal it's just, it is just a personal to learn this trick then yeah. learn this trick okay now you know 15 tricks what's your next goal yeah we'll put it into a set yeah or a run what do they call it a run in the when they do like the time a, ru- a run yeah. yeah okay so put it put it together in a run yeah okay perfect that run go to competition do really well yeah okay what's your okay get sponsored yeah now what's your goal well whatever the sponsors tell you your goal is <laughs> yeah right because they're paying you that's the same thing with stand up I feel like everything's like that one hundred percent that's an, that's another major major uh, goal of the show is to you know connect aspects of any activity to just like life in general because whatever somebody is 
passionate about doing or believe strongly enough to consistently do it in their life, whether it's uh, seeing, you know, so you say see things through, whether it's during your work as an electrician or a stand-up, or if we had somebody on here talking about, you know, see things through with your pet goldfish. Don't make make sure that motherfucker doesn't die. <laughs> These things, I mean, we, we hope to apply them across multiple aspects of life. Now let me ask you this. What's your what is your next goal? Stand up, professional, relational, what is it? Um my next goal is I I I try to like I I like to do things like all at once. Like I'm I my next goal is like one, I want to get better at stand up cuz that's What does that look like? I don't know. I mean write more, try to, you know, get out as much as possible, go up as much and just 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 become better cuz you don't get better unless you do it. You know that. And then Try not to blow this fucking job. <laughs> you won't blow it. No, I don't think I will. But they can't afford to fire you. <laughs> and uh, who's the next oldest person or next youngest? Um, would be in a one of the apprentices. <laughs> sure. That it's like I think thirty, thirty one. One of the apprentices is thirty. Yeah. I bet a lot of guys get in come in later because they'll do the college thing. And they don't and it be- doesn't and it doesn't work out. Or they decide they don't want to do that, and then they go into a trade. So either that or be a cop. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. I don't want to do that. Some people do. (laughs) Yeah, and those people shouldn't be cops. (laughs) (laughs) There was a... When I was was living at my parents' house, I went to the gym over there, like in suburbia. And I became... And I would lift in the middle of the day because I didn't have a job yet. Uh, and there's another guy there and we like became lifting buddies and I was like, well, why do you lift during the day? What's your job? He's like, I'm a cop. Uh, and he had the night shift over pretty milk toast, dude, basic white guy. I don't need, like no hobbies other than working out and going to work. Yeah. Flat top haircut. I get it. Yeah. Um, he was a nice guy though. And then I moved away. Didn't see him for a long time. Came back like months later. Me and my boys are getting ice cream. So that's what we do. And uh, we're eating it outside, and I see old old copper, old gym cop coming by, and he's with the girl. And he comes and sits down next to us. And he and the gr- he's chatting up the girl. Uh, it's like the vibe we all got from overhearing the conversation was like first day, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, and then I was I went over and I was like, "Hey, dude, you remember me?" He's like, "Oh yeah, we used to work out together, whatever." And then we were talking. Introduce myself to the girl, introduce ourselves. Uh, and I was like, So, you guys on a date? It was his sister. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Yeah. It was pretty funny, though. Yeah. You would have known it was a date if she had a black eye, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my, I, I'm working, I'm not working on my cop joke. It is what it is, and I'm not changing it for anybody, but I get, like, when I'm, when I'm in the, I, I like work on my set when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. Just to get the timing down. And I just, at one point, I'm just like, everybody relax. I don't hate your uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a funny tag. It is funny because my uncle was a guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, same. Well, no, my uncle was in the Air Force, but his son-in-law is a cop. Oh, nice. 
Do you have anything else about to say about seeing things through, setting goals? Um, what I, do you think about the phrase, uh, if you like what you do, you never work a day in your life? Um, it it kind of makes sense, but everything's fucking work. I feel like that should be, if you absolutely fucking love what you do and you love doing it all the time, then you'll never work a day in your life. Which I don't know if that's true for anybody. But also here's the thing. Uh, that phrase seems to imply that working is a bad thing. True. I want to work. I think everybody does. Oh, no, dude. Have you been on Twitter? No. See, that's fucking bullshit. I think everybody everybody wants to work, but they just they want to work doing something that, that they're passionate about. No, dude. These people, like, why? They're like, we literally should not have to work. We should all be allowed to live in cottages out in a field and do literally nothing. And be and be supported. No well, then they want to be gardeners, dude. They want to be farmers. All of Twitter wants to be farmers. But they don't. They don't. <laughs> people don't know how to. And again, this is young people, and the whole world's in front of them, and it's fucking scary. Yeah. They don't know how to conceptualize. Okay, let's say somebody really did want to just like be in nature and tend to garden. Yeah. Okay. So start. How do you start doing it? Okay, you rent, so you don't have a lawn of yours of your own. You know how many, dude? In any city, you could drive. 30 or 40 minutes out of the city and find a field that really nobody knows about. Even on the side of a fucking highway, you could start a garden there. Yeah, you'd have to drive there every day and tend to it, and it'd be really weird. Yeah, but you could also get fucking charged with trespassing because it's not your property. Who cares? I'm just saying, like, I feel like the whole, like, people don't want to work thing, it's in... Everybody's, you know, being on, like you said, on Twitter, talking about how, why can't we just live in these communal societies and just take care of each other and grow food for each other like that's just all just just people being manipulated into all capitalism is bad and you shouldn't ever have to work well, communes exist no i know they do but you're never gonna convince the entire planet to do it because you know people some people don't want to do that yeah i don't want to do that no i want to work i like i do like i do want to work yeah i enjoy working I do enjoy it. It's the task completion, the fulfillment. Yeah. Well, plus, if I, if I just sit around all day, I get so depressed. Mainly because I'm just thinking about all the things I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. That's when you start cleaning. Get your brain, jumpstart your brain. That's probably good. My girlfriend would like that if I did that. You guys live together? Yeah. Since when? Uh, like two years. Oh, no shit. Over, like two and a half years. Damn. Yeah. All right, that's a good place to end it. If you liked part one of that episode, part two will come out next week. But if you want to listen to it early, you can subscribe to the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash theflosspod. Every episode of The Floss is recorded at Golden Ox Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. If you live in Cleveland and you need to say something into a microphone for any reason at all, do it at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy's awesome. He cares a lot about Cleveland, and he'll give a huge shit about whatever you're making. I'm Gabe Gary, and thank you very much.